Night Talk for Dublin. With Head and Shoulders, giving you the confidence to hang up your hang-ups. It's where Dublin comes to talk. On 98FM. The Immigrant Council of Ireland came out today to warn that racism is being underreported in the Republic. Now, Chief Executive uh, Denise Charlton says she's concerned over, wait for this, a 700% difference between the racist incidents reported here and just a few miles away in the north. That's around, I think it was 750 racist incidents uh, 2012 to 2013 being reported in the north and just over 100 down south. The numbers are actually declining both sides of the border but there are still calls for an independent reporting system because racist support groups think those low figures uh, and those dropping figures don't actually represent the true scale of the problem. They think people aren't coming forward to report racism when it either happens to them or they see it happen to someone else. So... We want to know, would you report a racist incident? Tell us, 1850 or text 53981420. I suppose one thing that you have to think about is whether Ireland is a racist country. And that's between you and your God, I suppose, because everyone's viewpoint is subjective mm. as to what you see. And if you live in a world where all of your friends are just Irish and genetically they're very Celtic and Irish and you don't know anyone else. You probably think, oh, it's fine, it's grand, don't worry about it. But if you come into contact and are friends with people who aren't from Ireland and the sort of guff that they get, that's what it is. But what exactly is racism? Because are we talking about an issue that's about colour or are we talking about the fact that some of my English friends get slagged here in Ireland or that if you go to England well, if I'm called you know alright Paddy shut up you know yeah, you don't know what you're talking about we do take that we do take Paddy it wouldn't bother me my friend moved to London oh, a little while ago and all she got was potato 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 oh, yeah. and now she's well able to talk and she bashed it off you know she just you know waved her hand at it and got rid of it you know whatever but she she was that is racism um i actually have a, a on the un right the united nations convention on the uh, uh, on racial discrimination this is it the term racial discrimination so mm. that's racism shall mean and it's a bit of a mouthful but this is exactly what racism is shall mean any distinction exclusion restriction or preference here you go here's the other bit based on race color descent or national or ethnic origin which has the purpose or effect of nullifying or impairing the recognition enjoyment or exercise on an equal footing of human rights and fundamental freedoms in the political, economic, social, cultural or any other field of public life to me that that says racism is a huge branch of things, do you know what I mean? That gives it a really broad definition yeah. So, in it other words, anything. it can be anything. So, if you're walking down the road, do you think that you have to report this? You know, my friend was simply, um, what were we doing? I think we were getting her E111 card or something like that. And she's black. And we were at a social welfare office. And this old guy who was going to get his dole, who was probably about 60-something, this is me being uh, completely generalising when it comes to him as well because I just thought what a fool he's probably never paid tax in his entire life and has been on the dole his entire life and he shouted the n-word at her go back to your country I was kind of like she's Irish what she's Irish what the hell are you yeah, talking like about born and bred mate. you know just this sitting there country. look at you there sponging off our uh, off our country she was going to get her E111 form so that she could you know uh, have to hospital me that's cover. a fairly blatant uh, yeah b- basis but, but I saw something today on Twitter that. you know we didn't go to the Gardaí and report Why? that she didn't want to um, 
it was the first time she'd ever been called that word ever but, and I could well, tell I that she, she was again. I could tell she was really shocked she was really taken back and very quiet for a while and, and very upset about it uh, she didn't mention it for a couple of days and then oh. when she did she was a little bit more angry it was horrible it was horrible to hear something like that from this guy so in that regard you know do you think I should have reported that and and you can let us know we'd love to hear your stories as well 53981 or you can low call 1850 a lot of people on Twitter um, yeah, that I say saw that we something are on quite Twitter racist. actually earlier that was now your friend's one was really blatant right this one wasn't blatant but I think it's racism Te- text in 53981 for 20 cent if you think it's racism she put on Twitter OMG, she's just a girl who follows me on Twitter and I followed her back. OMG, sitting on a bus, won't name the bus, in Dublin city centre, not hearing any English spoken around me. This isn't a foreign bus, this is in my own city. They're not speaking English or Irish. Okay. And you think that's right? She had a problem with that. Like she, you could. No, she was well, casting. She was casting judgment no, on the fact well, that they were I, different. No. And I would say that's racist. No, I don't think she's casting aspersions at all. If I was sitting on a bus in Dublin and not one person was speaking English or Irish, I would be a bit shocked as well. Just kind of going, oh, what's going on here? It's something that I would never have seen before. Therefore, it's a new experience, and it would be something you'd notice. We live in a world where your thoughts are going up on Twitter all the time. I don't think she's racist at and all. I, I, I honestly felt, oh my god, you've made that public. You're, you're showing people you're racist because she was like. Oh, and you, she just. Oh, I think was I want to call you criticism. PC Brigade. Yeah. PC Brigade. But there was a level of criticism in the fact that oh, no one speaks English. No, 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 it's no, like no, 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 no. The other cultures. You're you're putting your own impetus. You're putting maybe your I own. You're yeah, putting, maybe I am. Maybe but, I interpreted what yeah. she, she just said. Oh, no one speaking English. Like here's but an observation. You're even putting your own emphasis on what she's saying. You're putting maybe. it into your own voice. So I think she just noticed something, and it was an observation. And perhaps you are saying, oh, you're a racist. See. It's very subjective. It is five subjective. Three, yeah, five three ninety eight one. Do you think that this country is racist? Shane, welcome to ninety eight FM. How you doing, folks? Um, hey, Shane. Shane, do you think that we're a racist country? Uh, yeah, no. I think it's a bit. I, I, I think it's a bit very unfair to just say that it's just the Irish people who are being racist, and it's not vice versa okay. that other nationalities to be racist towards Irish people. So, what do you mean by that, Shane? Well, you take for example, as I was saying to. It was Keith or Stephen earlier that, you know, I, I was going to work. I, I work in a, a well-to-do area. Um, I was getting the Lewis to my job. Yeah. And, and because I wouldn't give a certain culture change from my Lewis, I got spat and called a white Irish pig. Oh. So, but that's all right. Do you know what I mean? Like, that, that's just brushed off because we're Irish. We're supposed to just take it. But yeah, if one... I'm not saying to be politically rest white person says I'm about a black person or a, a Romanian or Polish or Latvian or whatever country they're from we're racist straight away but that's okay and would you have ever thought Shane of reporting that because this is the no one they don't about it the police don't do anything about it why do you why absolutely do you nothing because if the police do something about it they're being racist but they're speaking for the Irish person over the, the foreign person no we're not racist <clears throat> where I work, I work with gentlemen from me. I we get on real well. We we go out for a drink together, and all that. Yeah. All we're all real friendly. So I'm not a racist person at all. Yeah. But if I used to report, I'd be like, ah, yeah, like we just push the push the side. That's interesting, people. What do you make of the fact that Shane has said when he was called a uh, white Irish pig? Is that racism and something that? I'm a spat as well. You're spat at. Yeah, that's spat. Yeah, spat. Actually, like a girl. And there was a woman who did this, by the way. Oh, my God. It's particularly disgusting. disgusting. This happens 
this doesn't only happen. This is not just the first time it's happened. This happens all the time on uh, in areas. People just don't report, but if Irish people report it, and as I said, it's just if the police stick up for the Irish, and it's like, oh well, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah you're being racist towards them, then, but you're speaking up for the Irish person. Five three ninety eight one, or you can low call eighteen fifty twenty two ninety eight ninety eight in relation to your experience with racism and why do you think we're racist in this country? Now, um, Shane, when we talk about racism. Do you yeah. think it's a colour thing? Or, because you were mentioning people from Eastern Europe there and everything like that. Do Everywhere. It's, it's not just what I'm saying. It's just what I'm saying. When people, when, you, when people say racism, people think it's just white and black. Yeah, yeah. There's so many nationalities living in Ireland. And it's a good, it is a good thing at, at times. And it's a bad thing at times as well. Because if a, if a row breaks out in a pub or if something breaks out anywhere, say, or if an argument comes out and... Uh, I, I, I'm saying that the reason why I'm saying this is I think most people agree with me. If an Irish national says something to a foreign person living in this country, we're declared as being racist. Now, they could speak their own tongue to each other and they could be saying whatever they want about us. Is is that a little paranoid, Shane? And I mean that... I, I see that's, but that's the bottom point is how do you know I am being paranoid? But how do you know if they're just talking to each other in their own native tongue? Where, the, if, uh, what I'm saying is that as I said, where I walk you, you hear loads of slang and you hear loads of words and you get to know and that's what certain slangs are used. Do you know what I mean? Like, and you hear it in conversations. So maybe, okay, maybe you have met, you know, and, and I take your point, you have met, and particularly the spitting incident is just gross. I mean, that just says something gross about someone. But you've met some people from a certain culture who you haven't liked and you haven't, uh, you, they just clearly weren't nice people no matter what colour their skin or creed or race whatever they yeah. were nice don't get me wrong there's some seriously uh, racist Irish people out there as well and I think it's disgusting mm-hmm. Does that like, and it should be stopped and you should be arrested for being racist does it change like, your you know view I mean? like, or wherever, wherever it may be and people um, from all nationalities should should like, bring the flowers to the police more but there has to be both sides of the coin as well it can't be just oh well you're this and that's it do you know what I mean like we had a friend and um, uh, uh, hello Shane oh no we seem to have lost Shane that's okay we'll we'll try and get him back in a minute uh, 53981 or you can low call 1850229898 and Shane is saying that it works both ways indeed Interesting. that um, he has had experiences where he feels that someone has been racist towards him in this country now of course you know it's an Irish country we are in the majority and when um, Irish people are in the majority it, yes. the impetus is upon the majority to take care of the minorities that's yes. the way that it should be but he, the interesting thing is he, when he said he had directly experienced racism he didn't report it and that's what the Immigrant Council of Ireland uh, have come out about today they're saying look there is an under-reporting of racist incidents they are want people to report more they compared it with the North where there's a 700% uh, difference between them reporting racist incidents up the North and us down South in the Republic uh, one of the reasons being cited for that is because the PSNI in the North made this really active campaign. They put out ads saying directly to the general public, we care if you have been racially abused and tell us. And you can actually go online in the North and they've made it really easy to report it. We have a system down here called I report, but that isn't an official Garda complaint. No. I report was set up by the uh, European Network Against Racism. And that was just if you see some racist incident or if you experience it yourself, 
go on to iReport.ie and log it there. But all that does is sort of log yeah, but all you'd these have incidents. It's not an official guard report. I know, report. but to be fair, you've got people who think that when their house is broken into, they're not seeing a guard for three days. So I suppose you've got to have priorities as well as to what the guard have set up and what they're trying to catch up with in relation to Yeah, that. and you're being realistic. Yeah. But there's something interesting here just on, on mm. um, we've got from Overheard in Dublin have tweeted us along with Ashling saying that mm-hmm. this incident happened today and it was a black taxi driver was arguing with a man in a wheelchair and a local dub yelled, hey, Fuji, leave the cripple alone. That happened. Oh, oh that's just racist. So just, two directions. Just the double whammy there. Um, so that's overheard in Dublin. Had gotten a report of that today from Ashling. So that's, wow. that's one thing that happened today. 53981. We're wondering if you think this is a racist country. Emily, welcome to 98FM. Hi, how are you going? I'm Hi, good. Now, Emily, uh, you're from Australia. How long have you been in yes. Ireland? I've been in Ireland three years now. Three years, okay. Yes. And what's been your experience of this country when it comes to you being different from everyone else? Well, I know, well, I'm a white Australian to start off with, so mm-hmm. I don't look so different to yeah. everyone else. Okay. I find racism towards me is very subtle in the sense that I find the younger generation don't tend to have much interest in making friends and any friends that they do have they tend to be Irish friends now I say this because I have a lot of foreign friends as a consequence Yeah, they're not just Australians, I have German friends, I have Polish friends, I have Russian friends, Yeah, they all feel the same, they have all had similar experiences where even though they're white because they're from somewhere else and they're an outsider, there's a general feeling that they just don't want to be friends with them. Now, in Australia, years ago, there was a big influx of immigrants after the war, and you saw a lot of the older generation in Australia being racist towards those new immigrants Mm -hmm. and excluding them from the community as well. It's a similar sort of thing that I'm seeing with this generation and say a lot of the continental Europeans that are coming across. But Emily, and you're a lot of them this is happening with the younger generation. Yes. Why do you So I find the older generation tend to be I work a lot with the public and a lot more with the older public. Yeah. So I've noticed they're very welcoming and very forthcoming and they want to know why you're here and they're interested and they're very nurturing yeah. of everyone. And they're not very exclusive. Now there obviously is there is always going to be, you know, exceptions to every rule. And I've seen some awful, awful um, exceptions to that rule. But generally, they're very friendly. My ex-boyfriend, who I moved over here for, yeah. his sister is the same age as me. She took me out one night when I first moved over here. Her friends didn't make an effort to talk to me at all. She left me alone. She never made much of an effort with me either. And see, that's just one way that I experienced it. Another is that I really don't have any Irish friends at work because they all stick together. Is it just one big... Are we one big click, Emily, that you can't break into? That's what I kind of think that it is. And everyone grows up in one little location mm. and, like, stick yeah. together. And I understand that. It's completely understandable. But it is a form... It's, very, it's a very subtle form of racism. I find. And as I said, it's not just me that's experienced it. I know numerous people who experience it. And why do you think it's so prevalent in the younger generation? Because surely that generation should be the more open one, the one the living ones in The ones that more... have travelled. Yeah. 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 Why, Emily? I think 
with the Celtic Tiger and the massive amounts of emigrants that came over then, yeah. I think that's, and you know, and there's been the job losses since, and there's a lot of negative feeling towards any foreigners that are here with a job that a potentially Irish person could have. Really? I think that's really negative. Now, a lot of people want, a lot of Irish people want to go to Australia and love Australia, but there's a lot of people that didn't want to leave and don't want to leave, but they've had to out of necessity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those people, I think, are rather angry at foreigners here who have jobs. 53981, mm. incredibly interesting what Emily is saying in relation to the younger generation being racist towards people who aren't Irish. This is younger people who have probably travelled and are well educated. And um, Emily's experience is that there is a little bit of anger towards people who are not from Ireland who have jobs here because there has been emigration. Um, 53981, as, as to what you think about that. Um, Emily... Because, you know, yep. you, you always hear this, you know, the, the land of a thousand welcomes and all this BS. Yeah. But, um, the fact you brought up the Celtic tiger, um, yeah. I think, brings up um, a self-centred trait that has grown up with Irish people at the moment, thinking that we were great entitlement. for so long. And, entitlement. and certainly yes. a sense of entitlement. Mm. Um, you Have you ever thought about leaving because of the way, you know, you feel that this country is? No, I'd never leave because of that. I have friends here. I have a social setup here, but it's taken me three years to get to this. Like, and that's crap. So, I I mean, I wouldn't leave because of that. I'd leave because of the weather. Are we slow? Like, and and I'm trying to get to the bottom of it. Are we slow to warm to people? Do we trust very slowly? Do we bring you in slowly? (sighs) I don't think so. I don't think... I don't think it's slow to trust. Yeah. I, I don't think there's trust that really forms there. I think it's a complete reluctance, reluctance to trust. Wow. I work with a lot of Indian nurses as well, yeah. and obviously they have a different skin colour. Yeah. I was talking to one of them one night, and he said to me, racism isn't so bad for you because you're white. He oh, said, right. it's awful for me because I am black. He said, people here are never going to change. Yet he's stayed mm. to work here. He's set up his own, you know, his own family here and his own friends here because conditions here are better for him than they are in India. Yeah. And of, of course, people will come over to wherever they can get work and wherever things are better. Like that's the natural human instinct to want something that is better. Yeah, you know, and I, people are just, it's just, it's, I, yeah, I think it's the right entitlement that what you were talking about and that foreigners like myself are taking those opportunities away from the Irish. It's, Sorry. It's just hearing that, that viewpoint, Emily. It's, it's been amazing to talk to you. Thank you so Thank much you, for taking Emily. the time. And you obviously work with the public. So in relation to that, you know, she Would was mentioning you? nurses there. And I do think that foreign nurses in this country get have to take yeah. a hell of a lot of crap but, from Irish people. But would you have thought an Australian... Here no. would be so, a, a white Australian here would still say, lads, you, you're racist to me. You're racist, you ignore me, you exclude me, and you do it very subtly, you just leave me out. I'm trying to go through friends of mine that, you know, that I have my, that aren't my Irish. Mom and had there's a, a few, but there's not a huge amount. So I'm wondering, 
just examining yeah, your know, life right now. Yeah, I know, I did the same. Are we happy with our lives and we don't want to let anyone else in? You know, the younger generation of Irish people. It's interesting, 53981 or you can low call 1850 because we are discussing what was said by the Immigrant Council of Ireland today who said that the reporting of, they think the reporting of racist incidents, that they're not being reported at the level at which they're happening and we're wondering mm-hmm. if you think we are a racist country, 1850 98 98 and we're joined by Shane O'Curry who is the director of the European Network Against Racism here in Ireland. Shane, thanks for joining us. Hi, Martin. How are you? Hi, Shane. Um, we're getting quite interesting views on the show this evening, whereby colour isn't just the issue that people are talking about. It's anyone that's different from the genetically Celtic Irish person. Would you? Yeah, or, or I would. Yeah, I wouldn't even say genetically. It's anybody who's perceived to be um, um, different. I mean, I think it. That's not that unusual. The um, so the, you know, the Institute for Race Relations in Britain, um, who um, who you know produce analysis of racism quite a lot, that have been charting what they've called uh, xeno racism for about the last ten or fifteen years. Basically, since um, since the European Union accession states um, started coming to the more Western countries like Britain and Ireland, yeah. um, that uh, you know the old forms of racism against. Um, people of dark skin, but not just, you know, you, you have to remember the anti-Irish racism against the Irish in Britain um, and in the US and elsewhere. Um, and of course, uh, you know, Irish, Irish racism against travellers. Um, but, uh, you know, they're all, they're all similar in, in all of their attributes. You know, such and such a group of people um, are lazy, they're here taking our jobs, uh, they're a drain on resources, all of which are myths. You know, um, they're after our women, uh, you know they're you know they're more prone to violence than we are. All of those things, um, you know, they're more primitive than we are. All of those things are myths, um, and they're you know they're, they're transposable, uh, you know, the world over to you know whatever society you're in, whatever whatever the new group, or whatever the out group is, has all those old, all of those attributes uh, tagged onto it, mm. um, um, and and so you know. I, 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 I'm not really surprised. I think that, you know, and I think it's also a mistake to conflate um, racism with migration. You know, um, it's not just migrants who are uh, subjected to racism, although, of course, my, migrants very often are. Uh, you know, travellers here have long been subjected to racism. And, you know, the significant, um, if, if small, minority of people who are Irish, but also black and or Asian or uh, brown skin or, or you know, ha- have a different racial origin in some way, yeah. um, have long been subjected to racism in Ireland. You know, the, the point about it is, is that, you know, that's another myth that uh, racism arrived with new arrivals to yeah. these shores. You know, unfortunately, um, we've inherited a kind of a global racist baggage here in Ireland for as long as we've been interconnected with a with a global world which has been involved in conquest and colonialism, you know. Shane, talk to us for a moment about some of the actual incidents themselves. Break it down into real, everyday situations. What do people have to put up with? Right, well, I mean, that's the thing, is that you know, the lady on before said, she said one of her colleagues was was Asian, and he was saying that, you know, the racism they suffer is every day. And that's, you know, one of the things that we found is that, you know, we, so we run a... Um, an online racist incident reporting system called iReport.ie, and, and that was designed really to capture incidences of racism 
that have failed to be captured elsewhere. And there's a number of reasons for that. But basically, um, people from minority backgrounds, people who are most vulnerable to racism um, for a variety of reasons, including racism itself, mistrust um, institutions uh, and structures where they could report racism. So you need to you need to create um, spaces which are safe for people to report racism. Um, and so we have this online racist incident reporting system called iReport.ie. And, um, and our findings are is that you know basically, uh, you know, for the very little, for the, for the very tiny proportion of the population that we that we touch, we already know that racism is a daily occurrence. We're getting more than one racist incident a day recorded with us. Just yesterday I looked in and there were three incidents recorded. Um, and a variety of groups are subjected to racism. Um, and, the, the, you know, the most, visible, the most visibly different people uh, tend to be, uh, the, you know, tend to be targeted um, for public racism most often. Mm-hmm. So uh, black African people uh, will t- typically be shouted at or insulted in the street uh, or on public transport or in the taxi in some way. Uh, Muslim women tend to be targeted because of their veils. Muslim men targeted because of their prayer hats. And then, you know, travellers would tend to be, you know, treated with suspicion, maybe followed around a shop uh, by, by security when they've done nothing wrong. Yeah. Um, uh, that 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 kind of thing, and, um, and, and, and uh, things like that are obviously, as you look there, kind of they super. Stick they start, but yeah. they start with superficiality. Shane, I'm afraid we don't have um, any more time, but thank you thank so you much Shane. for taking the time to talk with us. That's Shane O'Curry there, who is the director of the European Network Against Racism, and as he mentioned, they do have something on their website. It's iReport.ie. Mm-hmm. That's where you can go if you have seen anything. Five three ninety eight one. We're wondering if you think that this country is indeed racist. Porik, what do you make of that? Well. Did uh, uh, this staff from the, is it from the Irish Im- Immigrant Council? Is it? No, uh, yeah. he was from the European Network Against Racism. Okay, but I think it was the, the Immigration uh, the Irish Immigra- 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 Immigration today. Council. Yes, it was it was on on the web there a few weeks ago saying basically there was uh, I think it was 163 incidents last year or something like that. I mean that's that's not exactly snowed under. That's, it works out about two per day. But, but at the end, but it, that's what they're saying. They're saying that it's underreported that people. Yes, well, well, uh, well, well, I'm going to. I'll give you a reason why it's underreported because okay. think of this logically: people that come to a country illegally, if they get if they're getting racially abused, they're hardly going to go to the guards or the powers that be and report uh, racial abuse because they're in the country illegally. If they do that, they're raising, they're putting their heads above the parapet and drawing attention to themselves. So let, let, let's just get a bit of logic into this well, conversation. Pork, that's the reason why that's say, the reason why it's unreported. I think we have to say you've made a big assumption there, assuming they're all illegal. No, I'm not saying I'm saying a lot of people that are getting racially abused, obviously if you're in a country illegally, you're hardly going to go to the powers that be to report it, are you? I mean that's common sense. But a lot uh, of them aren't here illegally. Like say the nurses who work in our hospitals who keep our health system afloat, a huge amount of Filipinos, um they're working visas. They're legit. Why wouldn't they report us? Well, like I said, I haven't got a problem with people who come to this country legally with work permits or visas. That's perfectly acceptable. Um, what's not acceptable is tens of thousands of people have come in here on tourist visas and overstayed. In fairness, the Irish done the, the very same thing in America. 
but we also have another situation with the great asylum scam where 98% of, of them are turned down for status and then they appeal judicial reviews, subsidiary protection. You're all making the, it sound uh, as though we're overrun, like literally overrun yeah. with people who are illegal in this country, Park, and we're just not, the numbers and stats are well, there to support what you're saying in any way, shape or form. I have to dispute that because the, the, the money that is going to non-EU countries, uh, Western Union, out of the Republic of Ireland, these figures are from the World Bank, 2011, uh, dispute your your um, your thesis because it's it's quite it's quite the money that's going out of this country, Western Union. The figures are there in the CSO on well, the World Bank. That doesn't mean that someone is out. illegal. The, You're allowed to send your money where you want. It doesn't mean someone is it. We're, listen, we are getting off topic. We're talking about asylum yeah. seekers, and we were maybe trying to, to talk think that about even racism. If they, even if we took a leap of faith and said some were here illegally, those few that may be here illegally, do they deserve abuse? I'm not. I'm not saying anybody deserves abuse. Okay. Uh, abuse, but the reason that's the reason why I'm, I'm telling you because I'm a streetwise man. I know what's going on, and, and obviously, people. If Irish people in America are getting abused and they're there illegally, they're hardly going to go to the cops and say, "Oh, oh I've been racially abused." For God's sake, this this is common sense. At the end of the day, um, the situation. You want to talk about racism in the American election? Was Obama was um, voted into into office in 2008? Ninety-eight percent of African Americans voted for that for that man solely because he was black. Now, if that's not racism, I don't know what is. Well, uh, I, 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 I have a family member that's working in Nigeria and uh, that gets abused on on a weekly basis. I mean, if you, do you think Ireland? Okay, think Park, Ireland's the only country where there's racism? I'm not saying that at all, Mark. We are going right slightly off topic, but thanks a million for taking none the time of it to is chat with right us. Is the point and and. For the small minority who are obviously in every country illegally, no one deserves its abuse. I think we would agree. We have Catherine on the line at the moment. Catherine, thanks for chatting to us on Late Night Talk. How are you? We're good. Catherine, what's Have you had a good New Year, yeah? We've had a lovely one. <laughs> That's lovely. Yeah, I was just being listening to that guy and the Australian girl beforehand. Emily, yeah, yes. Emily. I think, uh, I think the first guy that was on kind of made a good point where it's kind of a two way thing. Mm hmm. Um, so, see, I've been, I, I have quite a lot of friends that are uh, of African friends, of Chinese friends. I've got this and the other because I've worked in places like McDonald's and stuff, yeah. where basically you'd have different kind of uh, different, different, yeah. different origins. And yeah. believe me, I've seen it all. And would I say anything to somebody if uh, somebody was racist towards a friend? Yes, okay. I'd actually go up to them myself. What? I've actually seen it all. And I actually have done before. Okay, can you can you <coughs> tell us something that you might have seen that was directed towards someone <coughs> who might not look like they're Irish? I used to work in a, I used to work in Aircom in town. I was on country with my friend, and somebody said something to her in a shop, and I turned around and said, "The how the like I basically said, how the fuck can you actually say that?" I was like, I, I, I was like, you're you're disgusting. You should be ashamed of yourself. The person actually turned around and said, "I didn't mean it like that." Called they called her uh, the N word, and my basically went. Who the hell do you think you are? And he's like, well, I didn't mean it like that. And I just went, How What's the hell it? did he mean saying no the N-word to someone? That's exactly what I'm saying. He just called her the N-word because we're standing in the shop and he kind of go, kind of going, is that N finished? Oh, nice. At and the what? counter. Yeah, and take, I kind of turned around and said, hold on, not fucking called for. Why and didn't you take it to the guards, it, Catherine? Why didn't you take it to the guards? It was no, a no, no. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like uh, the, the 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 question on tonight's show is obviously, would you say to the guards? There was no beats on the street right then. I wasn't going to run today, but I did kind of. I did pull up the pe- person that said it, if it straight was... away in the shop, and yeah. I actually sh- shouted and loaded. The shop was full. 
Yeah. He he literally dropped he dropped him the tree walked out of the shop because I turned around and says, Who the hell are you to say that? If Who it the was hell easier. what would you do if you went to that country? There that person's uh, national country and you were called any name. What if would it, you do? Catherine, if and it was easier to report to the guards, would you have? Yeah, of course I would. Okay. Yeah, of course I would. Okay. But because it was only the situation of a small kind of kiosk shop, you know, mm-hmm. and it was mm-hmm. busy, it was in the summer, and because the person was just kind of coming in and yeah, I would. I would completely. If there was a beat on the street or, you know, one of the guards that walk around, I would completely say it. Yeah. You why should they get Why should anybody get away with saying that? I wouldn't want to go go off to their countries yeah. and be insulted. Catherine, do you think it's almost as important for people to actually just say no themselves, even if they don't go to the Gardaí, just to kind of stand there in the street and say, what are you after saying? This is unacceptable. Who the hell do you think you are? Just to but not really, let it do you think it's, not, it's okay just to leave no. at that and not say there's a police? Do you, you think it's important to do what you've done? That if every yes, person in yes, this country stood up and did that? Just, otherwise it's just being acceptable. And that's not fair because if I went to a different country uh, and I was insulted at that, I'd feel completely... Uh, annihilate you know the kind of yeah. way you'd, that's, yeah. that is, like I don't want to, you have to in your head you have to think would I like to be treated like that in someone else's country I don't disrespect my friends I have a, I have Latvian friends I have African friends I've got friends from Germany I've got uh, Chinese friends I've got friends from the Congo in, in Africa like I'm not going to treat them any different to, to me they're the, same pe- they're the same kind of people as me if we get along together we get along together I've known a lot of them for at least 10 years and yes, if somebody did say, if an Irish person did say anything to a friend of mine in front of my, when I was there, when I'd be there, yes, I would pull it up right in front of yeah. them. And I'm not scared to do it. Okay. I would just say, that bang out of order. And if there was a, a, a guard there, I would actually say, is it not being racist? And yeah, just check video okay. cameras around me. I wouldn't care. So she would. no, you're not getting away with it because as far as I'm concerned, I don't want to go. I, I like to think that Irish people should be able to go over to those countries and not be, uh, as, as that Australian girl was saying like that, she yeah. was made feel like unwelcome at, at I don't know, a, a party or something like what was she saying? Just, just in, in this general, country in general. in general. But I think what yeah, you're saying is yeah, something... That's, that's even the thing, like, I wouldn't want to be made feel unwelcome if I went over to some, somebody in another country. It would I've be seen even different countries. And I wouldn't want be made feel unwelcome just because of Irish. Exactly. Catherine, it's it's an absolutely point, great point. Well made. And even if people aren't, yeah. you know, Catholic or Christian or whatever, the whole tenant of love one another as I have loved you. It's very simple, but it kind of gets to the heart of a matter. A message here from John that says, if you look at cultural integration in every major city in every country, you will find the recurring reality that cultural integration does not work. It should but it doesn't, is Ooh. what John said. Well, we've also had a text in from Emily, who we spoke to. She was our Australian caller who said she'd experienced subtle racism in Ireland. And she was talking to Porik, who was on, who said they were all here illegally and that's mm-hmm. why they wouldn't report racism. She said, Porik, you're what's wrong with this country. You've made me want to leave now. Oh dear. Please don't go, Emily. Please stay. Please don't go. I'll sing you Hadaway a little bit later on. <laughs> you are listening to Late Night Talk here on 98FM. Late Night Talk for Dublin. With Head and Shoulders, giving you the confidence to hang up your hang-ups. It's where Dublin comes to talk. On 98FM.